Alright, alright. Oops. You crackhead Matthew McConaughey? Alright. <laughs> Is that how you go? <laughs> yeah, but just go meth, meth, meth. Meth, meth, meth. There you go. Hey everybody, welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Hopefully your quarantine times are going okay, even though they're not close to being over. Um, I am Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. There's no Matt, no AA run yet. They might pop in, we will see. We had to get the show on the road, baby. We can't be waiting for no uh, dead beats. (laughs) So during the week... Whenever that was today or the day before, who knows what days are days anymore? True. Angela texted and said, "I've watched so many good things. I want to tell you about them. So tell us about them." I'm so excited! Oh my gosh! So I have watched. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things <gasps> that I watched this week. Okay, we need to break and, that up. Oh boy! And I would recommend all of them. Ooh. All, right. All right. So I'm going to start with some of the other things that either have already been talked about on this podcast, either by my myself or others. And, you know, we'll just briefly breeze through them. So I watched uh, season two of Dead to Me. Still mm-hmm. fantastic. I really, really like it. I definitely still recommend that people watch it. Get into it. It's good. Christina Applegate is really good. Um, the other chick whose name is escaping me at this moment in time is really good. Um, gosh, who is that? I can't even picture her face right now. Dead to me? Linda chick? Cardellini. Oh. Yeah, Linda Cardellini. Thank you. She's really good in it. Uh, James Marsden is really good, although he's not in season two. You wanted to call her um, Velma, didn't you? No, I, I genuinely drew a 100% blank. It was a it was a big black hole of nothing. I could come up with nothing. You said James Marsden's <laughs> not in it? He's not in season two, but he is in, in every season episode. one. Uh, well, okay. He is, but it's okay. different. He's really good. He's really good. It's Just watch it. It's okay. worth it. Um, I watched Six Underground um, with Ryan Reynolds. And Michael it was Bay. fine. Yeah, it, it was very Michael Bay. It was it was fine. I, you know, I I enjoyed it. I guess Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was just like you know action, blowing stuff up, impossibleness, and gotcha. You know, but the it characters was turn off your were, brain time. were fun. Yeah, but the characters were fun. It's Ryan Reynolds. Who doesn't love Ryan Reynolds? I mean, you know, true. The supporting cast was was also fun. Um. So if if you want to just turn off your brain, definitely watch it. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. If you're looking for something deep and you know, with as a, far as that that goes, like tripe, just absolute shit. It's palatable. It's fine. Yeah, there's it's, nothing wrong with it's it. It's really. absolutely worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. I watched one episode, episode one of The Leftovers, Joe, I believe you <laughs> talked about this. Uh, yes. 
Good lord, my, is it? It, it might bleak. be my favorite TV show of all time. It's so freaking bleak. Oh, it doesn't get any mm. better either. I know. Like, there's no way it can. It, it's just starting. It's setting this awfulness into motion, oh, and just I don't wait know till it what... gets unwrapped. Oh, I, I, I don't think I'm going to continue it. Oh, you have to. I don't think I'm going to. It, oh, come on. It, is, it was wildly upsetting to watch. Just, oh, yeah. I mean, the acting in it is tremendous. Don't oh, it's unbelievable. It is. I had no idea Justin Thoreau had that kind of range. I mean, mm. oh, his, good golly, uh, Miss Molly. Yeah. He's spectacular. He's absolutely spectacular. Um, the kids are great, but yeah, that's a tough one. Kids usually annoy me on TV shows, right? Not, not these ones. These kids are good. They are. They're really good. the The party that they went to made me very, very uncomfortable. Given that I have two teenage daughters, sure. and I really would be horrified to know that they were at that kind of party. But sure. So I I don't I I just don't know if I have it in me to just remember that the, the really... depressiveness is the backdrop. It's not the story. So I like know, it is it but... is a very uh, third person view of what depression does and loss and dealing with loss and moving on and all these things. But it's also something else. So just watch it for keep watching it for the people to see what happens and. It takes you on a really, really wild ride. Okay. I, I will see what I can do. I will, I will give it a try. Because especially once you get into... Um, hold on a second. Let me search. I want to make sure I get her name right. Oh, Christopher Eccleston's so good. So, Carrie Coon. The chick who plays Nora. Mm-hmm. Um, when her and Justin Thoreau start to like really interact with one another, it is she's, she's the mom, right? Uh, Nora, Nora, yeah, she's the one whose family all disappeared from her. Right. Okay. Yep. Oh, I remember the show now. Um, their interactions like start to become like acting gold. Okay. It's it just gets amazing and it gets weird and it gets mystery ee but it I will it, give you two more episodes if I can't stomach it after two more episodes I I'm just giving up. Oh, and Regina Ooh. King. Oh my gosh. I forgot Regina King starts in in second season. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Se- season 2 like do. season 1 is is cake. Two and three are frosting. Okay. Huh. Frosting's my my favorite part. Yeah. So if you can muscle through season one, you will be rewarded with some of the best television you've ever seen in your life with season two and three. Okay. Okay. I will see what I can do. And those of you out there who disagree with me, fuck you. (laughs) No, you're, you're welcome to your opinion, but I really, this is like a thing that, a lot of people loved, including me. Um, I know that I found it in an article. Somebody wrote the best television series of the 2000s. This was number one. I couldn't agree more. It's amazing. 
Okay. Fair enough. All right. What's next on your list? The um, list. The other guys. Oh, you've never seen the other it. guys. Oh no, no, no. I've seen it. Uh, couple of dozen times okay. but for some reason i just wanted to watch it this week and good lord does it tickle me yeah <laughs> i got your it, arnold palmies it, just, uh, it okay. just i find myself laughing out loud about 30 times a minute in that movie it seems like every it's just it's just fantastic yes can you remind me who is in the other guys because wasn't there another movie that was similar uh, it is Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg star as the other guys. Um, Damon Wayans Jr. is in it. Mm-hmm. So you get Rob Coach. Riggle. Rob Riggle is fantastic. Um, Michael Keaton. Who's the wife? Michael Keaton. Keaton. What the heck is wrong with me? <laughs> oh, Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez, yeah. And she has like a big <laughs> rack. Okay. Yes. I he keeps calling like, her disgusting. Right, yeah. he's always talking about how gross she is and how terrible of a cook she is. And Mark Wahlberg's just like, I "Who did you. that to you?" <laughs> Kids, girls, always wear jimmies. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's so Gata needs funny. a gat, you punk ass bitch. <laughs> Gata needs a gat. Gata needs a gat. Oh, oh man, gosh. yeah, there, there's so many jokes in that movie. It's just joke, joke, joke. Even and the jokes are all- jokes about jokes. Right, and they're all funny. They're dumb, they all, but they work. Right, they work. They just they make me laugh. They tickle me. I I'm I'm in love with that movie. It does what it the Lonely Island times. has perfected. It's stupid <laughs> funny. Yes, uh. yes, for sure. But it's stupid funny on purpose. Right. It's like, it's intelligently stupid. Yes. You have yes, to be perfect. You have to be brilliant to be that dumb. And. I, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is fucking hilarious in that movie. He is hilarious. Oh you know, my gosh. Who knew he had it in him? I not me. That's for darn sure. Um And he learned how to do all that crazy shit just so he could pick <laughs> on people. He learned how to do ballet. <laughs> you learned how to you learned how to dance ironically? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he learned all about art. <laughs> Just so oh, we can pick on people gosh. and call him gay. He right? shot Derek Jeter. He shot Derek Jeter. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. <gasps> Please watch it. What's the it out there on Netflix right now? Yeah. And it's it's on the top ten every day, so or okay. it has been on the top ten every day. So people are watching it and that's fantastic. Oh, all right. So trucking along, I watched I I got caught up on Run. There's okay. the last Ooh. episode is airing tonight. Correct. And boy, howdy, did that turn around on me. Yeah. I am it in it trip. to win it. It really did. I am I'm in it to win it. I need to see what how this resolves. I want to see a season two. I want I want to know what's going to happen. It is bananas. Let me know what, Shannon, what you think about this. There is no protagonist on this show. No. 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 It's almost like you're staring at a window into two of the worst fuck-ups on on the planet. Like, the people you make fun of on the internet. Like, do you believe this dipshit? Like, we're watching them interact. 
It is crazy. Yeah. Do you think that there's going to be any sort of reward for us as a viewer? Like, do you? Th- I, no. Okay. I, I can't imagine what that reward would be. I and mean, it makes I don't. You upset. It doesn't make you upset. <sighs> no, I mean it's fiction. I do. Say I hope they series finale it. I hope that the finale tonight is a series finale because I don't know that it deserves more. I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see. I'd like to see more. But I, I mean, I feel like they did. I, I feel like, like they them. did a decent. <laughs> I feel like they did a decent job making her making her sympathetic enough. Oh, um, I hate her guts. <laughs> oh, I. I feel like. I don't know. I sympathize with her. I feel like you know if Fiona hadn't been deleted or hadn't deleted that run, you know, she probably wouldn't have ever married that dude to begin with. It's okay. Uh, Fiona didn't make those choices for her. Fiona didn't no, tell her to say right. yes to say, you know, let's get married. Fiona, you know what I mean? No, you're you're absolutely right. But it's just a spoiled little bitch her. who who has too much good going on for her and just is not happy. She's bored. Mm. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I think she signed up for a life that she didn't necessarily want because of either familial pressure or societal pressure to do the thing that everybody said was going to be good for her. Ooh. I think that happens a lot, and I think it ends up in, you know, people making drastic life changes in the middle of their life. I mean, well, She made, no, the thing that, that mar- the snowball it, that started it all was she ruined her relationship with Dom Hongli. I'm sorry, I learned this week, it's Donald. Like Donald with no D. His name's Donald. Oh, okay. <laughs> I gotta say it right. Oh, okay. Donald Gleason, because she aborted a baby without telling him. Mm-hmm. Unlikable. I mean, people Crazy. make people make awful choices when they're sure. But she's in a she's in a thing of her own making and wants to complain about it. I just don't like her. Mm. Like I, I get all that you're saying and I agree with you. I I don't find her sympathetic at all. Okay. And if I were Donald Gleason, uh, the only reason why he is unable to let go with her is because he's a fucking sociopath. <laughs> well, at first you kind of felt bad for her, but then as the tale went on, you stopped feeling bad for her when her mind kind of made this choice. Mm. But we're all faced with those things, and you don't know how you're going to make choices sometimes. Like, you can't predict how you're going to be in a crisis or... um whatever situation you want to call it that she's in right and at that point you develop another emotion towards this character like of course i still think there's part of our character of donald gleason donald donald Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen yet like yeah there's more to his thing but like oh i want to be very clear i like this show (laughs) it's just it they're just so unlikable to me. Very. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, I'm waiting for the protagonists of this story to show up. But what the show I mean, does is it's I mean, constantly keeping you going. Like, I want to see the next episode. Even though I'm fucking hating it. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it. a, it's like a car wreck or something. You just can't look away. As you say, he says fuck or she says right. fuck all the time. So I don't feel so bad saying it. I don't know. I guess, 
you know, I, I can look back on, on my own life and see a lot of moments where I was not the perfect protagonist of my story. I was oh, not a sure. likable person, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I made a lot of really awful decisions that affected a lot of people in negative ways. And Yeah, but know, I watch TV to escape that bullshit, not to relive it. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's what allows me to be sympathetic towards her. Yeah. I, I like her. Like, I understand if she, like, if she would, like, tell her husband, I'm leaving you, you know, that's a thing. But she is such well, a coward. A scary de- yeah, it's a big, scary decision to make. Mm-hmm. She's, no, she's already made her decision. She just didn't tell no, him. she hasn't. No, she hasn't. She made a decision she, to ruin everything they built together. Well, Whether he knows about it yet or not. I, I don't know, I man. The, these are not decisions it. I can agree with. I cannot... You know, whatever your views are about abortion, that's fine. Don't I don't think you should be able to do it without telling the father. That's fucked up. You know what I mean? And just like, if you're going to go cheat on your husband, let him know. Yeah. I mean, very few people let their spouse know that they're going to be cheating on them. But you know what I mean? That's because they're cowards. They're, and this is like her personality. She's a coward. Sometimes we're all cowards. Happens. You're really making excuses for this chick. <laughs> I'm not making. I'm not making excuses. This is genuinely how I feel about people. People are flawed. People have flaws. Yeah. Some are worse than others, and just because somebody makes poor choices doesn't mean that they're a shitty person. It just means that they made shitty choices. And Very true. Yeah, but repeat offenders turn out to be shitty people. When you have a pattern of behavior that remains unbroken, like this chick, I just don't like her. You know what I mean? It's like continuing the same bad behavior over and over again. I don't know. And there's something going on with Donald Gleason. He's uh Yeah, there's there's he's like a psycho. I don't don't know. He's a psycho. He reacted very negatively when that's true. Maybe not a sociopath, but he is like a manipulator of some sort. I don't think so. I think he's just he's he's just just as much of a coward as she is. Oh yeah, for sure. He's in a different way. He's just a, he just doesn't want to admit. He thinks very poorly of himself and does not want to admit that he is who he is. Or who he thinks he is. Yeah, right. who he thinks he is, for sure. Uh, so he, they're both good actors, though. Yeah, it's it's really well acted. I mean, they're they're both very, very uh, convincing, I guess, is a good word for it. It's, mm. I don't know. I like it a lot. I, I'm with you. I like it but it definitely upsets me as I watch it and I have like oh those feelings where I'm like what is wrong with you what it's like I'm screaming at the TV like what is wrong with you why right. are you doing this it's like when we were watching Outer Banks and those kids made the wrong choice every time it's like that right exactly and who just popped like in. my life is this A.A. Ron the wrong choice just showed up guys <laughs> <laughs> sorry everybody i truly didn't even know it was sunday today i was at a funeral and it was a long day oh i'm sorry to hear that buddy remember dave uh danny body yeah 
his father had passed away uh, just two, uh, two days ago. So they had the funeral. It was done very respectfully with COVID. Gotcha. Is that Aaron popping out and popping back in? Yeah. Okay. And maybe out again. In, out, in. What's he doing? Boning us? <laughs> uh, Gross. Sorry <laughs> about that. That was great. Well, I guess rest in peace, Dave Body. Yeah, he, he was a good. He was a good guy. They yeah. did a good thing with the funeral, though. It was kind of like single file line, separated, and you kind of came in and they kept their distance with everybody, and everybody wore masks and a lot of people outside to talk with them and stuff. So that was kind of nice. Well, there so, you go. Good day. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, we're just going through Angela's recommendations. She had a 10, a 10 piece, and she, we were just talking about run. And uh, what's the next one? What's 10 piece? She has 10, ten recommendations. Things. Oh, okay. I was like, I know what one piece is, but what's 10 piece? <laughs> right, you That's weed. literally where mine wine was. I was pretty excited. <laughs> it's like one piece with 10? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. That was my first instinct. I'm like, does he get to? Is it like one punch but with ten punches? So can you do oh like laundry without thinking of like bleach? <laughs> so, <laughs> do you know what I did with bleach? Is that why you're asking about this? Oh. No, because no, 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 bleach no, no, is no, another no. anime. Oh God, nice. I'm done. Oh wow! <laughs> Somehow I lost. Now it. I need to. Now I need to know what you did with bleach. <laughs> So, uh, uh, right after I had eat Rosie, I what, was what? like sleep. Ro- after a while, after Kaylin had Rosie, after we as a family had Rosie. Oh, I thought um, you said you had to eat. Rosie. Yeah, you said after no, I had no, to eat no, Rosie. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> after we had Rosie, I was off for two and a half weeks, and I had to go back to work. So I wanted to iron all my clothes. So usually, when I do the big wash for everything, I spray them with Resolve on the collars and the arms, and try to clean out any mess that would have happened. And just, stains, just, just say two it. weeks prior, I filled up a Resolve bottle with bleach so I could clean oh, stones. No. And I forgot to rip the case off. Oh. And so, because I, I, the stones were like from outside and I needed to stack them. It was very stupid, but you could put it, you don't want to store a mattress on the base in the basement on the floor because it can absorb water. So you, even if it doesn't flood, it's just what happens to them. They're assholes. So you typically put them on stones or up high so they don't have that happen. So I, I spray them all, and I'm getting them ready, and I walk upstairs, and Kaylin's like, you smell like shit. What has <laughs> happened to you? I'm like, I just used some Resolve. It's a little strong. Stop being a baby. And about like 10 minutes later, I'm like, man, this does smell really weird in here. I'm like, what is this smell? And Kaylin's like, Aaron, I've already told you this is bleach, and my face just went black. Oh, so bad. And I run down, and I ruined 80% of my wardrobe. I was left with three shirts. That was it. Oh, my uh, God. Bummer. All my pants. All my, I, had to, I had to redo my entire work wardrobe. Oh, that that is devastating. Bad. I'm sorry. That was bad. Oh, was, my wife laughed pretty damn hard. She goes, even for the money that it's going to cost us, this was pretty damn funny that you did this to yourself. I'm like, love you too, girlfriend. <laughs> love you too. Well, who else would have done it? It's, right. it's the YMCA wedding all over again. She just lets me do the bad stuff to myself. <laughs> all I right. still can't believe she didn't for a second go, what are you wearing? Nope. She just, she just, she just lets <laughs> it happen. She did she tell you that? She, did she ask you or not ask you to say to you sometime during the night? I wish I could quit you. <laughs> damn you, you damn whore. 
she might have. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, Angela, finish up the list. So the next four on my list are movies from my poster. Oh, okay. What Ooh. you got? Ooh. Three two of them are Wally and Toy Story. Obviously mm-hmm. not first watches, but mm-hmm. great films. Um, they did not affect or Wally didn't affect me in the same way that it did previously. So no? I guess can the rewatch, I, I guess. I mean, it's fine. It's still really good. I still really enjoy it, but I didn't cry. Okay. It's unusual for a Pixar movie. Mm. I definitely bawled the first three or four times I watched it. So. Who's the um, one that makes you cry? Is it just Wally or is it the relationship between him and Evie? Because um, Evie, I love little Evie. It's just Eve. It's Eve. Come on, dude. She says Eve. it like 16 times Eve. to him. Eve. And then he says, Eva. And she says, Eve. I just liked that movie because the humanity became so disconnected. The only love story that they could tell was between two robots. Well, the only the only interactions are between are with robots. I mean, the humans don't even acknowledge their surroundings. Nope. I like that. They, I like that beings. they made Americans the sole humans in the movie. I thought that well, was sure. a great, great move by them. Smart move. Well, sure, <laughs> we're the only ones who launched into space. Mm. Well, Operation Cleanup happened. Um. <clears throat> The the next movie is an older movie that is pretty well known, but I had just never seen, and it's Drive. Oh, and okay. it was unexpectedly brutal. I did not. Is it, oh, is yeah. it, should I watch this? I've been wanting yeah. to no. know if I should watch this with Ryan yeah, Gosling. He's it. so hot. Yeah, watch it. No. You'll like it. Is he He'll like it. at least once? Hey, Aaron, you probably will like it. It's slow. Like it, it makes no fucking sense, and it's dumb. Oh, God. Stop trying to arouse me, Joe. Yeah. You, no, you makes no sense. Oh. No, you'll like it. It's it's like the first two thirds of the movie are exactly what Joe describes, and then the last third of the movie it just jumps right off the tracks, gets really brutal for no reason, and and is just nonstop. And then it's just falls to the wall. It's the brutality. perfume of Ryan Gosling movies. Yeah, you're you're gonna love it for sure. Oh, I'm moist. <laughs> he shows the he shows the acting range of Vin Diesel during it. Yeah, which yeah, is it's uh, not good. Really, he literally makes good. a face. Yeah, yep. oh, it's right. It's the, the Gosling face. face. Just that no, it is smolder. Not an face. <laughs> it, it looks like he's doing a photo shoot for CW. <laughs> the entire movie. I love Kinda. his smolder. He's got a good smolder. Mm, enjoy. I'll never watch not it as again. Good as Flynn Riders. The music mm. was dope. <laughs> yeah, the music's really good. Um, but yeah, I think you'll like it, Aaron. I'm already in. Uh, I went to the theater and saw that piece of shit. I was mad. Oh my oh. god, I oh, wouldn't have done that. Yeah, that oh. would have been that would have been. Yeah, upsetting. I would have been, been a upset. little angry. Is this about the that? one okay. that was really like? Where he's got the fucking the scorpion jacket. What? He he's a he's a professor or he's a Hollywood stuntman and getaway driver. For illegal things for some reason and he we saw this in the theater up, i'm thinking of yeah. a different movie i'm thinking of the one with the music and the kid who's the oh getaway driver. baby driver that's baby oh no baby driver that's a good like, one yeah that's a good yeah. one. No, this is not not that <laughs> not that at all um so 
my penultimate movie is also one from my poster that I never in a million years would have ever watched had it not been for this poster okay. and the fact that it was readily available on Netflix. But having watched it, I am so glad I did, and I recommend that everybody watch this movie. It what is, movie was it? It's called Three Idiots. It is a oh Bollywood film. Oh, okay. Shannon, oh did you watch it? No, I thought when you texted me, you said uh, Three Indians, and I'm like, I couldn't find this movie anywhere. Did like, I say Three Indians? <laughs> I have to look now. because <laughs> I said it was an Indian movie. That's what. I saw- Is it two friends <laughs> are searching for their long-lost companion? They revisit yes. their college days and recall the memories of their friend who inspired them to think differently, even as the rest of the world called them idiots. Yes. Okay. No, you it said is... three idiots. I just read. Okay. Yeah. I'm dumb. It's, um, I mean, I cried four or five times throughout this film and not, but they weren't, most of the cries were just because it was very moving. It was just the moment that was happening on screen was so touching to me. It was so moving that it, it moved me to tears. It, it was, it's so well acted. It's really well put together. It's Bollywood. So there's just random dance numbers for no reason that are fun. And it, it just, it, it was not anything I ever expected it to be. And is it a dub or sub? A sub. Ugh. Whatever. Worth it. It's worth it, though. It's so worth it. I, you know, I'm starting to really. I'm sorry. We got a weeb on the line here, so he's gonna be real mad at me right now. But I prefer dubbed movies just because. I mean, I, mean, I guess there it really may be depends. a dubbed version out there somewhere. Why? That, that okay, I find. get why you like dub. There's a lot of anime I watch dub, but there are certain things that don't get translated very well. Like one of the best dubbed. Uh, movies I mean, out whether... there would be Eureka 7. And it was so atrocious in subtitles. The voice actor didn't match to it. It wasn't good, but on on that show, Eureka 7, on both the movies and the two series that came out, I would refuse to watch that anything but dub. I just find over 50% of the time I prefer the Japanese voice actor because it feels like sometimes they're built and catered to it, but Akira. Sure. Couldn't stand Akira subtitled. And the original dub of Akira, what it is now, it's atrocious, but the original dub is Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. And Ooh. he is ju- he just kills it. He, the whole, oh, I, I couldn't watch it any other way. So yes, I am weeby in some ways, but if, if that's the only way people would watch anime is dub, I would say make all anime dub for the rest of our lives just to get one extra person to watch it. Because I love anime so much. I mean, I don't mind subtitles. I I actually prefer subtitles. I have subtitles on any every movie I watch, every show, everything I watch is subtitled always. So we do I, it for the kids to help them learn to read too. I found that to be very helpful. Rosie's rec- I like that. That's how I watched as a kid when I had the opportunity. I actually started doing it um, when I first got the princess bride on dvd because andre the giant 
when his line and I don't even exercise from the time from the very first time I viewed that movie all the way up and through until the early 2000s when I first got the DVD I had no idea what that line was oh really none it's, whatsoever I did not know what he was saying I don't saying. even exercise just like, but I but for some reason, my brain could not put it together. And it just sounded like, <laughs> like it just sounded like noise. Oh. It sounded like Rocky Balboa. So, so when I first got the DVD and had the option for subtitles, I put them on. And it turns out there were a lot of things I was hearing wrong. <laughs> and ever since, I just, I'm like, you know what? I wonder, I, I should just watch things with subtitles now. And, and I find I don't have to watch them as loudly either. Because I, yeah, I can't hear with a damn sometimes, and that is kind of nice when you don't have to turn up the TV and you can just see it. I just hate I hate TVs blaring at me. I, I don't want them. A lot of a lot of films have like the action really loud and then the the talking really quiet. I'm having right. trouble controlling the volume of my voice. <laughs> right. So like the really intense dialogue is is super quiet. So I you know you turn it up so you can hear it. But then the action comes in and like blows your eardrums out and that drives me freaking crazy. But I can keep it at a normal volume for the action and then just read it as it's happening. Okay. Yeah. So that, I don't know. So subtitles don't bother me. In fact, I enjoy them. If, um, if it's English language <laughs> with subtitles, like I get that. But like I find myself focusing so much on the subtitles that sometimes I feel like I could be missing something that's on the screen. Well, with this film, there's not much going, like, there's not enough going on on the screen during the dialogue that you're going to miss anything. Like, it's okay. not a sweet action movie, you know, it, it's it's a bunch of people at a college, you know, and it's Indian, so, like, their their gestures are really big, and, you know, it, it's, I, I feel like it would, it, you're not going to miss anything. You're not going to lose out on anything. But it's it's super it, it's super worth the watch. It's like an hour and a half. Just 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 do it. But don't even bring your phone in the room because, you know, they're not speaking English. <laughs> Except when they are and then they're doing it very poorly so you can <laughs> barely understand what they're saying. Gotcha. gotcha. So. Jinxies. So definitely so watch fast. it. And then the very last thing that I would like to talk about is an Amazon Prime show called Upload. Oh, okay. Brought, uh. brought to us. Are you guys familiar? Have you seen we it? We started watching it and the kids were in the room and then when he started fucking oh. his girlfriend, we turned it off. Yeah, it was a little oh, awkward. Okay. Yeah. Uh, throw the kids out of the room and, and, and keep it going. It's worth it. it okay. It's I like it. I like it a lot. It, I like it a lot. The uh, the dude is very interesting, Nathan. He, he. Can I ask a question about this? Because I was having difficulty wanting to watch it. My only question is: Was he tricked to upload, or was it a good decision? Because I um, feel like even watching the trailer, like did he just get tricked to put his brain in a freaking computer? Um, I, he, I. He was in a car accident. He was in a car accident. But it looked like he was cognizant I, when they were wheeling him in. I felt like this. Like so. Here's well. Here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. You you can't upload if you're dead. 
you have to be conscious. Mm-hmm. It's like a DNR. Yeah, basically. It's like you're in order to upload, you have to know that you're dying, but not yet be dead. So would he have likely died, do you think? I I don't we were talking about major plot points. I don't Well, Aaron, he never gets to die. Hmm. Right. He's never he's He's not dead now, even as no. an upload. He's not yeah, dead. Yeah. So you choose, well, I guess, possible death versus one. eternal life. What would you choose? Death, man. I gotta get out of this fucking place sooner or later. This is very allegorical, well, like, you see. Well, you know, your consciousness gets uploaded into a VR program, so... Can the living it, interact with you? Oh, cool. You can interact with the, you can still you still have the phone. You can just call your loved ones and FaceTime and you know whatever yeah. they have VR rooms where the living people can just go into like this room and put on VR headsets and and then it's like you're in the same room with the person. You're you and if they have touch gloves and stuff so that you can Ooh. actually touch them. They have they have sex suits. So that you can actually bang uh, an upload. Well, well, you have now intrigued me, right? You yeah. just sold a a Ron a bill of goods. <laughs> I <laughs> am about to ask Kaylin. I got a new show for us, Kaylin. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, as far as I can now remember, I don't think dirt. there's any nudity. Other than them know. doing it in the first episode. <laughs> um, I don't. Is there even? Did they show any boobs when they did that? I don't know. I don't think they did. But yeah, no, there's there's not a lot. There's there's not. I mean, they go into the gray zone, which has like all the illicit things. So there's like sex clubs and stuff. But so you see some scantily clad ladies walking around and, and things like that. But it's there's there isn't a lot of sex going on it's it's basically just this guy and his journey and i definitely recommend you watch it for sure for sure hmm. okay. it makes me feel like downsizing is like trying to me. be here we go i was like well downsize me or downsizing sucked <laughs> bless you it had like an alternative motive. yeah it turned out to be this fucking eco movie and bullshit and whatever anyways what's wrong with the yeah, earth yeah. Don't diss the earth. Anyways, Aaron, did you watch anything good? That was your last thing, right, Angela? Yep, that okay. was my last uh, thing. I watched more Avatar, loving Aang, and I feel I was watching it on one and a half speed throughout the entire first season. I have yet to do it on season two because that is a whirlwind difference, and I am a 100% yeah. positive that is because of Toph, the blind girl. She is the best! And, just wait till the um, the epic battles in in book four. Yeah, so I've I'm I have not fast forwarded anything. It's changed quite a bit. I'm happy. Um, finished Westworld. Not Westworld. Oh. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. The Watchmen. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Just it's utterly very different. Yeah. Just utterly though, I have not. Uh, the the reactions I have emotionally watching that, and sometimes physically. It is reminiscent of the episode of True Detective when Matthew McConaughey opens up that damn uh, trunk of his, and he puts on that bullet hold leather, and he goes out and gets the drugs and the money, and it, that's how I felt the whole time watching it. Very impressed with the writing. 
Um, very impressed with the ending, and just can, I have recommend. I can't even recommend it enough. And I've already apologized to Joe because I have sent that 17 minute video to like six people. I'm like, guys, get on this shit because it is. You need it. You need you the contact. came down so hard on the 17 minute video. I did, and I've apologized. Well, on, he didn't have to watch podcast. the 17-minute video. He could have taken an hour of his life and read the comic. Right. 17-minute video is easier. And yeah. I'm reading Dune the com- I, I'm reading Dune the comic right now. Um, hold on. What's up, Caitlin? Um, the other thing that I did watch though was a new. The floral competition on Netflix. The what? Say that yeah. Again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Unbelievably, I can't wait to watch it. It's very. It's called uh, the Big Flower Fight, and mm-hmm. it's set up very similarly to uh, the the glass blowing competition show. I think I talked sure. about about six months ago. Yeah, so we watched really, that. Yeah, did you like it or no? Mm-hmm. No, I felt like bias. They, I, I personally thought the, the other person pod, was a Yeah, better. the other person should have won. Yeah, he, they should have. He was a better glass blower. Right, but the but other person was the, more artsy-fartsy and gay, and so they won. Yeah, that's that's the tough piece to it. This one's set up in a similar aspect. What I enjoy about that is um, the context of the show is the, sh- the context of the show is the same. However, as the people leave, it gives them more time to focus on their process throughout what they're doing so that you get... You're always looking at the broad base, like the, the group shot for the most of the show. I like the, hey, how you doing? But when it gets later in the competition episodes, you know, the uh, 7, 8, 9, and 10, where it's just, this is what they're doing the whole time. That's what I'm watching it for. And they have to make like eight foot flower sculptures. And it was, it's very enjoyable. They got people who are just regular florists or wedding designers. And they got hmm. a guy who's never played with flowers in his life. And you would think they are gay. They are not. They are just two mustachioed men who are Danish and or Dutch and Swedish, and they are hilarious, and I love them. And he has a beautiful mustache, and <laughs> they are not—they are not floral people. He goes, "We just make contemporary art, so we decided we're going to give this a try." And they are amazing. I and think I saw that part where that one guy said, uh, "A man can touch another penis oh. or even very, kiss it, one very lightly, and it still doesn't necessarily ball. mean he's a homosexual." I thought this is what he said to the other guy, right? It was. It was actually almost dead to nuts. No okay. pun intended. That exact word. So <laughs> that nuts? was fun. And that's actually all I have actually really watched. I played a lot of Madden this week at night, and that was fun. Okay. Ooh. All right, Shannon. Interesting. Hit me with your best shot. I have a recommendation that Aaron would adore. Titties. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm surprised I actually watched this entire season of this show called The Great on Hulu. Oh yeah, you what? Like it. Um, it is. I am going to it. Slightly biased. It's not completely true. There's. Oh yeah. Small tidbits that are true but it's about Catherine the great of russia with peter and for whatever reason they're making her the sympathetic figure yeah so she's empress there's a lot of uh doing it sexual stuff do you guys know anything about Catherine the great no but i like the guy that's in the show yeah nicholas holt's amazing and that's the reason why i watched it but you guys don't know anything about her well, no. I didn't. Till, She's a raging fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know much until I s- finished the show and started reading about it. And I was like, wow, that's not even like that's the show. That's not even, yeah, the show makes her seem like a very nice person. Optimistic, 
hopeful <laughs> into things. But I don't know. It was enjoyable. It was kind of funny, quirky, a lot of sex. Oh, my goodness. Of all kinds with things. Uh, made me a little uncomfortable, but I just continued to watch it. And uh, it turned out to be good. I would recommend it. Uh, it's on Hulu. Check it out. Also on Hulu, we watched... No, I, I take that back. We watched on Apple Plus. Is that correct? Into the Dark. Ye- Home Before Dark. Home Before Dark. Thank you, something. Home Before Dark. Um, this is a story based on a true person. A real life girl, yeah. And she is like a mini reporter. She's uh, a child journalist. And she solves a crime actually multiple crimes and the season ends phenomenally and i cannot wait until the next season comes out um the kids even got into it it's very safe family friendly yeah, it's family friendly um but it's about a cold case that she investigates and kind of picks apart as they move back to her dad's hometown um and it kind of uncovers a lot of hostility within this city the small town, so to speak. Yeah, just how biased people can be. But it's about a real-life little girl. It's pretty neat. Who's like the youngest member of the uh, American Society of Journalists or whatever bullcrap that is. And uh, she's uh, still writing. She has a newspaper in like Pennsylvania. Something like, like that. To me, it reminded me of Nancy Drew, the kind of sure. movie I'd want to see. Not the stupidity that we see on real life movies that we've seen in the past. Um, like the but, Nancy Drew movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of them. For whatever. Yeah. But I recommend that show. It was a good show. Yeah. It's on, if you have Apple TV Plus, it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. I do not have that. Buy an iPhone, bro. What do you get it for free? I bought an iPhone and I didn't get it. I was very upset. And you only get it for like a year, right? Yeah. It's pretty cheap, otherwise upset. it's only like five bucks. That's my deucer money. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see. I also watched uh, just some old movies like Hercules. Um, just the old classic. There's... Ooh, question. Mm-hmm. On Hercules? Mm-hmm. Hey, did you watch the cartoon one? Correct. I think Now, it's as a... a question, has anybody ever seen The Rock Hercules? Yeah. Was that worth a watch? <laughs> no, it's worth seeing. You'll, you'll watch it one time. You'll never watch it again. It's. I saw a picture of it recently, just like scrolling through something, and I was like, "Do I want to watch that?" It's I do love the Rock. Tearing down the legend of Hercules. Oh. What? He's not a I'm god. Intrigued. He's okay. just a dude. Really? Yes, but he's the Rock. I'm intrigued. Okay, so, shit. That actually is and intriguing. He's, I think the largest he's ever been was when he when he worked out for Hercules. He's absolutely jacked. Interesting. Okay, that actually sounds that actually sounds pretty cool right now. Okay. Yeah, it is what it is. I I saw it the one time. That was fine. All right. Sorry for the interruption, but. I also watched some oldie but goodie movies. I watched Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. 
And because I keep hearing the line in that movie pertain to how life will continue to go on over and over again. Life finds finds a way. way. Yes, life finds a way. So I watched Jurassic Park, and then we ended up watching Jurassic Park 2. um, And then we stopped there, so I can continue those movies as well. I have not yet finished episode 2 of Westworld, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. Trying. I really am, but Catherine the Great came up, and I went that way instead. So, but I, I think that. that's all for me. Okay. Well. What about you, Joe? Home Before Dark. I I do recommend it. It's a good family show, and I also watched uh, a few movies just to get some movies in, keep my dummy cred going. I watched a movie <laughs> called Inheritance. Which I'm sad that Angela just knocked out of the thing because she would love this. It's it's what? Okay, uh, Angela had an emergency. She won't be back. Um, it's diarrhea strikes at the worst times. <laughs> Not that type of movie. <laughs> like a real I'm one. Sorry, I felt pretty good about. It. I'm sorry. That was I have to take that chance. It is a movie that's set up weird. It's like not great filmmaking. Um, but the story's interesting, and it has, like, drama performances from, like, Patrick Warburton, which is weird. What and is a Patrick Warburton? Uh, Putty off what? of Seinfeld. Thank you. Joe off of Family Guy. And it has Simon Pegg. <laughs> uh, Simon Pegg made, like, all types of news when he was getting ready for this movie because he went down to like 4% body fat and he was like extremely, extremely skinny. That's what this movie is? Yes. And the movie, it's function and it has a lot of stuff in it and it, like the beginning and the end are problematic because none of it is told the right way. Like the filmmaker didn't do his job, but Simon Pegg's performance with Lily Collins is amazing. Um, so it is a functional film. It's not very good because it sets up moments that are supposed to be a payoff, but they they don't earn them. But as far as like watching a movie for like a performance, uh, I would definitely watch this movie because Simon Pegg is his performance is breathtaking. It's it's great, and Lily Collins, who has been in stuff. You know, but nothing like huge that I can think of anyways. Um, Who is this? Lillian. Lily Collins. I mean, she was in, she's been in tons of things, but never like. I know who she is. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, Yeah, watch it. That's all I'm going to say. For Simon Pegg, because I'm a huge Simon Pegg fan, and I was very, very happy. Uh, I also watched since because Matt was talking about it in the feed today. I watched Akira, and it's the I watched the dub version from Hulu. Good. And it was, it's it's the same old movie that I remembered. It was a hair too long. <laughs> but a hair, a hair. How long was it? Two oh four. It's. Oh, that's yeah. not that long. It's pretty. They could have done it in an hour thirty. The way they butchered the story, they could have done that an hour thirty easy. You know, you say that because you like the manga, but as far as like the movie telling the story, it did fine. The only thing it didn't do at all 
in any sort of reasonable fashion was explain who Akira was. Yeah, they didn't talk about Aftermath. They didn't talk about the three little creepy kids. They didn't talk about the history of the Akira. They didn't talk about... It was, I would say, Akira to the manga... Uh, versus Akira the movie because I love the movie. I'll just it's on its well. Like, own. what's the things almost... you know about Akira? Let's like the pop culture references are one you the have best, the best description I could give it is this: is the Lord of the Flies, right? Sure. If you just explain that it was a bunch of boys who got a conch shell and got mad at each other, that's the movie of Akira. Well, no, this is definitely the manga of Akira is the going into the human nature conversation and the entire depth of conversation civilization war of what the lord of the flies does and so like the actual character of akira is the fucking main protagonist in the movie in the in the manga he's in almost every page uh kaneda uh those girls a a lot of those people are dead very early on well like um this is where josh trank stole chronicle from yes the movie Chronicle, where the kids accidentally get superpowers and the one kid abuses it. This is basically the plot of Akira. But like, what I find odd is Akira, you think of it, you think of the picture. It says Akira. Akira is nowhere to be found in the movie. Then you see a red motorcycle and you see um, Kanada. Kanada. Uh, he's not even, he's like one of the main characters in the movie, but he's not even like the main thing. The main thing is Tetsuo. Yeah. You know, it's, it's bizarre. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Tetsuo is the kid who gets the powers and turns into really strong, like Akira. So the best description of the whole thing actually though, is on a quick note. Akira is a bomb. That's all he is. He is a walking, reincarnating, regenerating bomb. And Tetsuo is like in Tetsuo's power range compared to Akira would be like a uh, ninth grade high school fun running back versus a fully seasoned veteran in the NFL linebacker. Mm. Um, it is it in the book. It is so fun to watch him be just a straight Mac. So that was the tough part for me in this movie is the complete removal of the actual bad guy because Tetsuo really isn't the bad guy in the, the book. Like they just, they, they combine Tetsuo and, and Akira into one character. Um, I well, think Akira kind of saves everyone. Yeah. Very in, much so in the He's movie, you're living being mm-hmm. in, in, as far as you can tell from the movie, all you know about Akira is he's like, he's their Jesus. He, no, it, they do. They they accidentally, very much so improperly, worship him. Even in the book, that's all found. He really is a walking, living, breathing bomb. And after the bomb goes off, he will restart and turn into another bomb later on and kill another society. So oh. that's that's the trouble with him. But I don't think anybody really watches this movie for its its story. Its story is it's aggressively okay. I will completely. It it is my favorite anime. Still is. The animation I love this movie. is bonkers good. Hmm. Yeah. And, and of the, course, the Aaron, there were some fighting. titties in there. Yeah, but the problem is those aren't good. Those aren't good anime boobs. That's frightening because everybody looks so young and it makes you a little uncomfortable. That's not one that made me happy to see. <laughs> I never, I have never felt comfortable about that one. I wish they would just remove that. That is an actual fully removable 
boob from a movie and that's coming that's a that's a hard line for me to say well you know to me is they were about to rape her it doesn't not fit that girl was like they're 16 17 18 year old range yeah still uncomfortable somewhere around there yeah it's not it's not great but no um the animation is absolutely stunning to know that this was made in the 80s and it it's still relevant and still good. Today. I think it's the best. I think it is going to be for a long time. I think it's the best anime ever done. Wow. There's Studio like some Ghibli that wants better, to talk to you. There's some, there's some storyline movies that are better, but what this movie did for anime, uh, princess Mononoke could have been said to do that for the mainstreamness of being viewed and actually winning awards as well. Yeah, this def- this is what I know like, of as bringing anime to the West. Yeah. That that's why I, I, that's that's my belief of it is it just it did something that nobody else really could do. It was my first foray into anime, and it still holds. I own them. I have the figure. I have Kaneda in a box with his motorcycle. I want to play with it all. That time. motorcycle is it's iconic. That. It's dope. Like, oh, it is so cool. It is cooler than a Tron light cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's up there with maybe. Man, I wouldn't quite say Back to the Future DeLorean, but it's up there. Yeah. I would recommend anyone ever to watch Akira. It is worth its weight in gold. It's just, well, it's almost, it's saddening to see like that, like watching the Sword of the Berserk movies versus the manga, pretty dead to nuts on. Cowboy Bebop, really well. Naruto, almost line for line. And this one, it was just very sad to see that happen. Because I learned about it 20 years mm-hmm. later after seeing it. I saw it when I was like 13. So learning about what the real story was, it was just so surprising. It really was. Because I'm like, I love sure. this so much. So Whoa. like my issue with a lot of these things is there's like when you take stuff out of it, uh, one medium and put it into a different one, you have to make changes because they're not equal. Um, yes. But you have to do that without changing the DNA of the characters. And like one of the most drastic uh, changes that I can think of right off the top of mind would be Ready Player One. The book was so different from the movie; they're not even the same thing. But the DNA of all the characters is the same. So it's my brother still, said that book, and he did the audio book, and he said it was just so amazing. I wanted to yeah. listen to that for a long time. Will Wheaton reads it; it's really good. But then, if you think about like the Marvel movies, all these Marvel movies we love, right? Mm. They're kids' movies; they're fun. But their source material is radically different than the movies as well. But the DNA of the characters doesn't change. But I think that's like what the problem you have with Akira is. Akira standing alone by itself with no manga is not functionally a great movie either. Mm -hmm. Because the story is kind of all over the place. You're like, you're seeing a microcosm of a much larger tale and it took too long to tell it. Uh, But it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's like that really, really ripped, jacked dude who's dumb as a rock. <laughs> I hate how good you are at describing things. It just <laughs> makes me so mad. My favorite so far to date is Aftermath of Sin for The Watchmen. I think that's uh, my favorite one. I had a good one this week on the internet. Somebody was trying to... I was trying to describe in the most easy way... Uh, the types of places Jesus was preaching in and why he, uh, or no, sorry, the apostles were preaching in and why they had to mention a lot of the things they did. And I called them thirst dens. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. Instead of dens of iniquity, which is, you know, what they're called, mm-hmm. I call them thirst dens. And I liked that. Is it, 
Is the den of iniquity a, a brothel? Uh, you would any place where you're doing drugs, any any sort of thing. Yeah, a iniquity is just sin. Mm. Anywho, oh, so uh, the last thing I want to mention is a must see. It's one of these things I think everybody should see. Um, okay. It won Best Picture last year, and it's a movie called Parasite. I remember you telling me I should watch this. I started watching it a long time ago, but then I had to stop for some reason. I just like keep putting it off, keep putting it off. But it was on Hulu today, and I was like, okay, I'll finish it. Um it's dark, it's meaningful, it's beautiful. Uh, the story is circuitous. It leaves you wondering. Um, it's a master class in, a, in, in filmmaking. It's not, no, it's not a horror movie at all. It is, it, it plays like a dark comedy until the third act. And then it turns hmm. into more like, not really is thriller. Is it kind of like well, what's going on now? Doesn't it have anything to do with viruses? No. It's it about? it's about people. It's about class warfare. The mm. upstairs downstairs. So there's this constant Ooh. there's constant thing about upstairs downstairs. Um and about the parasite if you want to listen to the filmmaker, the parasite of this situation is hope and that the people would ever be able to get out of their situation. And it's like the rich are always going to be rich. And there's a cycle of rich people who are just going to take that person's place. If you try to take them out of there and you'll always be downstairs like Sisyphus pushing his rock. Right. It's eventually this doesn't make me want to watch it. This makes me incredibly sad, but Mm -hmm. it's so beautifully told. I'm telling you, you got to watch it, but it's not, but so that's what it's about to like deep down, but that's not what the movie's about. You know what I mean? Okay. It's so about it a a, a poor family who's trying to you know meet, make ends meet, and they meet a rich family. That's it. Okay. And some shit happens. But that all the other stuff's the deeper stuff. I probably shouldn't have told you that. Probably should have waited till you saw it. <sighs> That's but, all right. I need that because I have not wanted to watch it. I need I need a push for that one. I'm, I'm having that one sounds troubling to watch. It's a Korean. It's not horror. It's it's like dark comedy drama um it's korean so you have to watch it with subtitles uh yes. so that you know playing on your phone um it's really well done okay it deserved best picture out of out of the ones in the list so well cool isn't it the first foreign film to win best picture <sighs> i'm not mm, I don't know. I feel like it was. Or first Korean film, maybe. It's the first foreign film to win Best Picture. Yay! I knew something. I just remember the picture made me think it was a horror movie. Like, they're standing outside. Yeah, even the trailer. It's, it's, yeah, but... And I'm just not a big horror fan. I don't want to watch anything scary unless the sun is shining. And it's the middle of the day. Not even like early morning. Can't do it. Like was you when you were blah, 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 when you were talking about it, I was biting my nail. I was nervous. Yeah, it's it's so is it long? Is the movie long? 
Or is it a normal? It's appropriate amount. Okay. It doesn't seem too long. It's, this is a guy like Denis Villeneuve. Um, I got to get this guy's name right. He's a very famous director and he's, uh, this isn't his first masterpiece type of movie. Uh, Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> um, Sorry. Uh, like Okja and Memories of Murder are both, I guess, really, really good as well. And he did Snowpiercer. What? With Chris Evans. Why are they yeah. doing a snore, a snore, a Snowpiercer movie? Uh, with girls. Our show. I they're making know. a show. Yeah. It's with girls. That's all that changed. Yeah. Because people don't have new ideas. They're probably thinking, let's let's make a Snowpiercer like thing with girls, and they go, well, let's make snow. That had nothing to do with sex. No. Oh. He's involved in the remake too. Oh, it's based on that. so mm-hmm. it's based on his writing. So, yeah, that's frustrating. Chris Evans rocked it. He just knocked that out of the park. Oh yeah, when he has to make a speech about eating babies, it's horrifying. Oh yes. So that was such a surprisingly good movie. So surprising. It's out of nowhere. It's one of them, you know. Because it doesn't even look high quality when you're watching it. At times, it's just like a like a poor man movie. And I like, like I like amazing. the theory that it's a sequel to Willy Wonka. I have read that. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I watched this week. I, you know, all those things I'd watched are available somewhere digitally for you to watch. That's how I watched them. Um, Hulu for Akira, Hulu for, uh, Parasite. Parasite's also on Amazon, I believe. It's kind of sad because there's really nothing new or interesting to watch. You got to find something. May 27th, I believe HBO Max goes live. With what? What is HBO Max? It's HBO's new streaming service. Like that's where Friends is going to end up. Fresh Prince is on there. Um, there's going to be. Well, we still have HBO Go and stuff with the regular yeah. HBO shows. Okay, this is like just old shows and fun things. Uh, there's also new content as well, like a Friends reunion. Um, and it won't be on HBO Go or anything like no. that. What the hell? Why are they going to have? Why would you have two streaming services for the same company? Because money, for, money, this money. is for cord cutters to have extra content. Money. So if you don't currently pay, or if you currently pay for HBO not through your cable, like if you just get HBO Go, just switch over mm-hmm. to Max. It'll have all the stuff? You'll get all the stuff HBO Go people get, but then you get the other That's stuff. As far as I know, I don't know. You might want to look it up. Don't quote me on that. I don't know anything. What I do know is... <laughs> quote written down. The Justice League Snyder Cut is going to be on HBO Max. Oh. The thing that the internet's been jerking off about for like three years. Wait, wait, wait. Did we even see the first one? Justice League? We saw the Joss Whedon cut. I don't remember it. Hmm. It was forgettable. Did I even watch it? Hmm. I thought Joss Whedon could do no wrong. Uh, Evidently, he treats women like shit, so... Well, if you take a turn... Wait, who did you say did the audio book then? Was that Joss Whedon too? Will, Will Wheaton. Oh, Will Wheaton. Okay, yes. Never mind. I'm stupid. Joss Thank Whedon you. is the guy who created like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He wrote the first Toy Story. He created Firefly, Dollhouse, directed the Avengers, created Doctor Horrible. You know, he's that guy. Right, but uh, thank you. Justice League, it kind of was doomed because they were building off of well, faulty. Yeah. 
that's what I was talking about earlier. You can't change the DNA of these characters and expect no. them to still work. Superman is Superman because he always does the right thing. He doesn't let his father die in a fucking tornado. Or kill Zod. He would have killed Zod, but he wouldn't have destroyed Metropolis doing it. He would have took him to the fucking moon like he did with that weird sun god dude and Superman sucks a lot. Whatever that crappy yeah. movie was. You know what I mean? There's like The beats are all wrong. Batman doesn't kill people. It's his thing. It's like what he does. But there's Ben Affleck murdering the shit out of everybody and I don't get it. Like I don't get why the fundamental change. Money cool. grabbed, trying to be cool. Just because... Chris Nolan made some dark movies. You got to be dark too. No, there's nothing dark about Superman. No. The thing that is so great about Superman is he's written by two Jews as the Messiah. He's like an alien. And he is the best of humanity and he's not human. So why the fuck would you make him (laughs) such a piece of shit? (laughs) Whoa. I'm sorry. You know, I got, you know what? I might be able to make it happy here because you love Firefly, right? Yeah. I am listening to, like, I swear this has got to be fan fiction Firefly. Okay. And it is called, I am now on my third book. It's called Renegade Star by J.N. Cheney. Okay. And I am highly impressed with this. Like, I have been so excited when I've had to do these trips to go travel and do something because I haven't listened to an audiobook in so long. So I pumped it. I probably got easy two and a half three hours of audiobook today i was just so pleased i finished book two and got to jump into book three and it is i i couldn't i i would say today is the day i realized what it was because it's a loner captain who's a renegade and he is picking up odd jobs and he ends up picking up a girl who he doesn't know he ends up picking a girl she's kind of cargo so she's kind of like the crazy asian girl in firefly who's kind of like magical not magical but she's like is she kind of magical? I can't remember in Firefly. Who? Black-haired no. ninja she girl. She wasn't magical. She okay, well, just had like a, a sense about her. Okay, so we're going to say that is the girl that he ends up picking up with um, her caretaker who ends up being like his love interest like in Firefly. He has a mechanically sound guy and he has like a roughneck guy and he picks them up kind of throughout the course of the two books and it, it fits very the same. They have the kind of same corny things that may or may not happen, but when it comes to the action, they are very gratuitous, but in a very clean way, like it is very action packed and I find that kind of difficult to convey action in books. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the way they do it, I feel like I am there. It feels like you're in firefly. It feels like, and that's his, his, his boat, his ship is his favorite thing. And I hadn't been thinking about it. I apologize for doing it later, but you had mentioned firefly. If you are looking for a firefly esque audiobook that fits in the same vein, pompous guy who knows his limits, has a bit of a love interest, uh, good heart renegade star i am on book three and i cannot even wait for book four i'm All loving right. it just absolutely starting the author's name is the name was river is R- J. N. cheney J. N. cheney not John it was the number one book on cheney. audible for um space travel okay cool and performed by luke daniels who is an absolutely amazing audiobook guy he's done quite a few that i've got to listen to all right very good voice so most of the movie news this week is all about Justice League. Because it's coming out? 
That's what because you it's coming on HBO Max. It's like every other story is Justice League this, Justice League that. You've only seen one quarter of Zack Snyder's version. So Stuff is that, like that the only thing we're actually hoping for? Well, the, there is another little a little sprinkle that makes me kind of excited for the future. Oh, sprinkle Hugh me. Jackman came out over the last couple weeks and said he would be okay with playing Wolverine again. <gasps> Don't you dare give but me But he said it, it, he only like wants this. to do it in a... In a capacity that's like the past. No, like uh, like a ghost. No, he won't. He only wants to like cameo. Yes, like a cameo capacity where he doesn't have to get into ridiculous shape. Gotcha. Because the dude is not getting any younger. He cannot no. keep doing that to his body. I totally understand that. He gets so jacked. I love. It's it not that he gets jacked. Makes- he gets he cuts so hard and gets down to like three, two, three percent body fat. Um, I think for the Wolverine itself, where the one where you can see the veins going across his abdomen, he's only at like two percent body fat, and he said it was really unhealthy. Oh. Did you ever watch the the Noir version of it, the black and white of Logan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you like that more than the regular movie? Because that's the only one I've ever seen was the Noir version. No, I liked the regular movie better. The Noir version's fun, <laughs> but it's it doesn't make it a Noir. <laughs> Like shooting, giving us a black and white filter over the movie and calling it Logan Noir doesn't mm. make it a noir. <laughs> Should I actually watch this then that way? Because I've never seen it. Uh, watch it with color. color. It's it's brilliant. There's uh, subtle things you don't get without color, like waves moving across the screen don't exactly translate. And if you want a noir movie, go watch a fucking noir movie. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, if you want a recent noir. Maybe L.A. Confidential is more recent. Great hmm. noir movie. If you're looking for for one. more classic, try Double Indemnity. That's it's a uh, right up there with as far as as classic as you can get with a noir. Um, I I do love me some noir films. So, ooh, you know what's a really really good neo noir? Really good. Oh, what the hell is that movie called? Uh, it's one with Chris Pine. And uh, it takes place in Texas. Oh, the Hell or High Water? Hell or High Water, yes. That is a that noir. That's a good one. It's a neo-western noir I like film. Hey, Aaron, have you ever seen it? No. Hell or High Water. I think it's on Netflix, actually. Check it Let out. Let me look. I saw it somewhere. Hell or... It, it stars Chris Pine, who's great. That doesn't um, look black and white. It's not black and white. What like noir I said, mean then? Noir, <laughs> noir is a type of filmmaking. Let me get the exact definition for you. But it's where you have a flawed hero. Okay. It is on Netflix, everyone. I love both of these people, Chris Pine and but I love Ben Foster's ben amazing. Foster. It's God, good. I love Ben Foster. Okay, so Ice a noir good. is a crime film <laughs> characterized by cynicism, fatalism, and moral ambiguity. So, like the the main character is flawed. He um, is kind of bending or breaking the rules, and a lot of the times in a noir, it seems like their last hurrah, like they're going to go out in some way, or like they've broken too many rules, they burn too many bridges on their way to the end of the story that they can't really go back to being the person they were when they started, which is kind of okay because typically they start off as a piece of shit. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, absolutely. But now that I've searched this for Hell or High Water, a movie came underneath it called The Highwaymen with Woody Harrelson. Is that worth a watch? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to put that in there, too. The Highwaymen. That's uh, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, the story of the two Texas Rangers who hunt down Bonnie and Clyde. I love Texas Rangers. It's really, really good. All right, cool. I got two movies to watch. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna pick one tonight and watch one. Frank Haber is his name, I think. Frank Hamer. Yeah. My brother said the new Jerry Seinfeld comedy was very good. Okay, hmm. I've been meaning to check it out. It's on my list. I have trouble with him because he is he is the best. It's just he sometimes gets under my skin. Well, I like yeah. Brian Regan the best, but that's for debate of another time. I've been getting into Bill Burr. I'm finding him to be funnier than I remembered. He definitely pushes at the envelope. Yeah. Envelope. But he, no, he does, and he does it so well. You know, Chappelle is probably really high up there as far as being able to be himself on stage be for an hour. Yourself. You know what I mean? He's just himself mm-hmm. for like an hour at a time, and he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he, there's something about him that's so effortless. <laughs> Brian Regan, just, I like because... Maybe think of him when he's with Wayne Brady. Baby selling crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my love for Brian Regan comes from... It's it's that smart, stupid. He has to be intelligent to make fun of himself that well. And his everything he does is self-deprecating. Oh, he um, is a good comedian. Yes, I know. I took, I took your name. brother to see him in Grand Rapids, and he couldn't breathe the whole time. He's... <sighs> He's a very, very funny dude. He just makes fun of himself. But you know, I you take you saying Justin laughing. That actually is like one of my favorite things because he has the goof. Like he he gets the giggles. He does get the un oh. the uncontrollable laughing. That's one of my favorite things about him. He still laughs like an infant. He just seeing he Brian Regan in a theater filled because he's such a name. People just don't go show up and say who's this guy. It's all Brian Regan fans. And when you have that energy in the room, everyone's laughing all at the same time. It's different. I don't know. There's an energy about it where you're going to piss yourself. You're, you're going to piss yourself. And I've seen him a couple times and it was like that both times. Yeah, Everything was funny. He could have said spoon and I would have laughed. <laughs> well, he bombed <laughs> a joke with us when we were in like, where were we? Bay city? Where'd we go? Saginaw? Yeah, Saginaw. Saginaw. We saw him. He bombed a joke and he's like, I'll have to work on that one next time. But people still chuckled. Right. Like a normal comedian in a club would have counted that joke as a win. But because not everybody laughed. And he said it out loud. It's and it was like funny. He was... He's, you know, he wasn't deprecating to the audience. He went back to himself. I have to make that joke better. Yeah. Which I we've been in a comedy club too when we went to New York and that chick bombed. Do you remember that? Oh, and she yeah. blamed us. A bunch of fucking Bush supporters and just left. And I was like, all right. What? Yo, dude, it was, was she went all political. It was a papered room. That's how I got to go there. I don't know if you know what that means. Nope. Uh, Basically, people walk around on the streets, the comedians do, and they sell tickets for reduced price. And there's a cover, two drink minimum, which is $25 for two drinks in New York City. So it ended up costing us $50. I only paid $5 for the tickets. It's not a big deal. But in a papered room, you're going to have a lot of tourists. Experience. You know? And a lot of people didn't really have a problem with President Bush at the time. No. <laughs> That's all. You know? 
and uh, she just went whole hard against him, and uh, people were like, whatever. And she got mad and left. She's in her feelings. Yep. You know, people bomb. It happens. Yeah, exactly. It was the first time I ever just witnessed it live. (laughs) It was amazing. Like, oh, I will never do that. (laughs) I will never be a stand-up comedian. Oh, boy. So... Uh, that's all I've got, guys. Any anybody else have any other little tidbits they want to sprinkle in? No. Okay. Not a. So there you go, Aaron. You got some homework to do. Probably more than you can handle in a week. Yeah. Yeah, but it's gonna be fun to try. Yeah. I have a light schedule because um, I took my birthday off on Wednesday, and we have Monday off, and I'm going to try to just get stuff around the house and hang out with the kids. That'll be fun. Now I'm going to try to see some more anime that I've never seen. I'm that gonna... list was really good. Uh, the the person who wrote the list is like, I've never seen any of this. <laughs> it was weird. Then I realized somebody else stole that list, reposted the entire list, and just put what they saw. Oh. It's dumb. Um, a lot of it I've heard of. A lot of it I haven't. I noticed one that's super popular wasn't even on there. Ruby or whatever it's called. I'm surprised. Oh, it's um, um, not Ruby. Whatever. R-W-B-Y. Yeah. I, my best that I could recommend is always going to be Cowboy Bebop. I think that's a, that's synonymous with anime, and I would actually say it's, but that's a show and not a movie. There's movies that's later, right? I think there's one. Okay. It's at the end. Um, but I hear Evangelion might be coming out with a new one, so if you're there to try That's to watch That's one I've it. heard of, and of course, Ghost in the Shell, Full Metal yeah. Alchemist. Ghost in the Shell's alright. Full Metal's, it's good with the storyline, talking about what could really be with AI, but Evangelion, um, you would actually want to watch all the Redux versions, because they trim down these two and a half hour mindfuck LSD movies into... Appetite, like edible movies that are actually okay, but that is one jacked up, jacked up movie. All right, wow. so that's, okay. that's, yeah, that's that's a that's a nasty watch. You need you need to sit down. You should have at least two beers watching it. You ah. need help. All right, well, if you guys have any animation recommendations, any sort of animation, not just anime. I did watch that French animation movie, not anime though. It was pretty good. Um, hit us up, moviedummies at gmail.com or click the link in this podcast description to leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash moviedummies. Thank you all so much for listening. Hopefully your quarantine is going well. You're safe and sound and all that jazz. For Matt and for Angela, I am Joe. For Matt and for Angela, I'm Shannon. (laughs) We're fucking eulogizing them. For Matt and Angela, this is A.A.R.O.N. Shannon's holding up three fingers like Katniss. Guys, we will talk to you I next volunteer. week. Also, bye. I volunteer myself. Wait, bye. what are we talking about? Anyways, bye. stay fresh, you cheese bags. <laughs>